What the hell we got here? Some kind of public access show or something? DPS Report! <laughs> no. No, I'm sorry. That's not right. Man, you <laughs> corny. <laughs> da da da. Man. <laughs> what is it? Ya da da mean? Ya da 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 mean. Listen to that yesterday. I showed my girlfriend. Da 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 to do that dance. Oh goddamn, who that man? I'm feeling brand new. Da 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 to do that dance. Oh goddamn, who that man? I'm feeling brand new. Hello and welcome everybody to another installment of the TPS Reports podcast, and we're back. And we back. I actually saw a one Vanna Black Soul this uh, weekend. Went to Chad's art show. Which one? He had right. two. Yeah, that's actually he had a, two in one day. Shout out Vanna Black Soul. He's crushing it. It's crazy. I like. I almost missed him. Yeah. I, I stopped by. I wanted to surprise him and come check out his uh, his art display. And he's like, I got to run. I got a whole comic book right. pop up across the way. So I got to go check on that. He's running two tables at once. I see, Young entrepreneur. I see that you're coattailing my being a good friend. Well, I went right. to his art show a couple weeks you're ago. You're acting like that was the first of any of us <laughs> going to his art show was you a couple weeks ago. Right. I've been to like two before that, dude. I actually, we actually like, I took him out. Uh, we had drinks to celebrate the sales that he made. I bet you didn't do that. I invited him. Right. And, but I, he I didn't bother to. He he's busy, dude. He's too busy to have a drink with little old me now. And I like to see it. <coughs> you know? Vanna Black killing it on the art circuit. Watched a couple of movies in my uh, drunken late night stupor. And uh, one of them we just discussed last week. I'd never seen Ed Wood. I watched Ed Wood last night. Yes. Pretty good movie. Pumps. Sweaters. It's not in my top five Tim Burtons, but I'm it's glad I've seen time. it now. Martin Landau won Best Supporting Actor for it. And uh, totally unrelated to anything we've talked about recently, but a movie I hadn't seen in many years that I just threw on uh, kind of drunk on Saturday night. Deep Rising. Speak, I, that was Friday night. <laughs> yeah, definitely queued that one up. But uh, Falling Down with Michael Douglas. Hell yeah. Talk about race relations movies. Um, yeah, that was quite entertaining. I, I feel like there was this period when... You know, I was trying to explain to Melina, like, when, when I was a teenager or something, like, you hear about these movies, people say, like, I think what happens is you're shielded your whole childhood, and then there's this, like, period of, like, like I'm, I'm 15, 16 years old now. Right. Watch so then, what mom said I wasn't allowed exactly. to. Exactly. So then there's, like, this period where, like, remember how popular movies like Blow happened to be when we were in high school? And it's yes. not a bad movie, but it's like, it's like, we can, you know, this movie that we never would have been able to watch when we were eight, because obviously it's fucking about cocaine. You know, so then people start giving you recommendations. There was like this era of early, mid teenage years. Be like, have you seen American History X? Right. Have you seen Falling Down? Have you seen Pulp Fiction? Exactly. So that was like guy gets butt raped. Right. Anything with like yeah, Nazis awesome. and butt rape. Um, but yeah, it is a it is That's a really great lane. movie. <coughs> um, you notice anything different about me? Check it out. Checking. Look at me. I'm looking head toe. Check me out. Anything different? Oh, you got your back waxed. 
Mm, well, I mean, that was two months ago. It's pretty much covered in hair again. But check me out, dude. Anything different? No. Not a single thing. You're going to tell me you lost some weight? No. You're going to tell me? I mean, me uh, hopefully. Come on. I'm going to give you five seconds here. Did Look you- me up and down. Something that's been a part of me for a very long time it might just be a little different today. Is it a bracelet? It's a bracelet. You're not wearing your Rasta bracelet? I'm not wearing my Rasta bracelet. Yeah! I got it, folks. I know my friend. <laughs> Look, what? it's right here. I got it right here. How long was that on your body? Over a decade. 18 sure. years? 18, 18 years. Pussies. And on the 18th birthday, say one here. Uh, look at this disgusting piece of fabric. Yeah, it's grimy and gross. Yeah, I think it was time. I uh, Even back to festival It doesn't even days. resemble. I said Rasta, and you knew because yeah. I was right. This does not resemble Rastafarian colors in any way. Well, it did. Form. It used to be green and yellow and red. All those dyes have bled out. Uh, it's so gross, dude. Anything that you wear on your body consecutively. You don't take it off for sleep or anything like that. It's just on you for over a decade. It's a gross piece of shit. For sure. But like it just meant something to me that especially at this right? at my, this point. My girlfriend asked me recently if there was any uh thing that I did growing up that was like um made my mom or someone like that's gross. Well I was gonna say we both did this when we were teenagers. It was the best answer I could find. Keeping all your bracelets on from yes. even paper ones For from years concerts and until stuff. they were just like until just they fell off. Dirty fabric i did that too with like music festival bands the little fabric ones that you fucking right. squeeze like a zip tie titan or whatever and then uh i'd have them on for years, years. they're like threads yeah yeah and then one and, of them and over time it kind of looks cool like they they don't resemble like the bracelets they once were so after a year or two they're all wilted and faded and they kind of like if you're wearing several they sort of just oh man you look like yeah. a festival soldier um like the, a vet these aren't those. This is just like uh, you know, like a souvenir. Those like are my embroidered, medals. Embroidered fabric. Uh, no, yeah, this is something like a sixteen-year-old gets on a vacation to Cancun. For sure. Um, so it was just like Would every, you every time I exercise. when you got it, big. <laughs> it was actually a gift from a, a an ex, a girl I used, which didn't make my current right. uh, girl very happy when she learned that. But it was still like, <laughs> it's not about you. It's been it's been on me forever, and it does, and I'm, I don't keep it on because of her to remind me of, of course of her or anything. It really is just this thing where I like the wristband, and uh, I was still in that phase, even though I ditched all my music bracelets and whatever. I still had like this one significant one, um, and it was definitely like the longest running bracelet. I, I still have this one that Melina did get me, or we got matching ones fucking five years ago or something. It's no ten years. No, 10 years. I still have one on. I will feel like naked if I have nothing on my left wrist because yeah. since I was 18, I had something, a festival band, one of these souvenir bracelets or whatever. But Remember, yeah, it, every time I run and get sweaty now and then the <coughs> subsequent showers, like I just hate dealing with this thing and, you know, sweaty wrist with this piece. It's not even fabric anymore. It's like a piece of like, yeah, it's like, like melted, like fruit by the foot fabric <laughs> or, or, or texture. You know what I mean? It's like goopy. And dirty and fucking disgusting. So I just figured it was about time to. It's to like a frying pan that hasn't start been the new chapter in yeah. years. It's just been wiped off. And now it's if you a, try to it's clean a cast it, iron, you can't use soap on my wrist. There's just layers <laughs> of grit and grease and sticky stuff. You can't clean it. You can't wipe it off. I've been thinking for weeks, like, and I just, just kind of kept forgetting. Uh, like, I want to take this fucking thing off, and then I finally pulled the trigger. Remember when mine came off? I let Melina do the honors and snip this thing. You tore one of them off, like 
15 years ago back at your mom's house. Did you freak out? I got like emotional. I went to the bathroom. Did you throw a thing of potpourri at my head? You guys all made fun of me for like, I almost cried because of a wristband coming off my wrist. I don't remember this, but <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Was it was embarrassing enough for me to remember. <laughs> you almost cried. I also can't think of that game without thinking of how I threw potpourri at you. Neither can I. It That day stopped that game. Yeah, it's a, a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> <laughs> should really bring that game back. It was a fun game. We've told the story before, but it's like just like connecting. Like Basically, it's six degrees of separation. That's what it fucking is. It's like you got to say something was in something with this, who was in something with this. We take two actors. this with them. And, and then you, you say, connect these two actors yeah, yeah. like that. Right. And uh, just to read this. And the, the more cliff obscure notes. of actors, you know, the more fun it can be. Right. So I made the uh, Connect crucial the midget error. from UHF with Marlon Brando. See, midgets shouldn't count. That's half an actor. Yeah. So I can't use a stunt person, but you can use midgets, dude. That's Noodles, out of line. Macintosh. So yeah, I made the crucial error of connecting somebody with um, the Zoe, what's her face from uh, Death Proof, but. Um, no, oh, the, Zoe the, Bell. You can't Zoe use Bell. a stunt woman. Well, I, I didn't use. I didn't say death proof. I said Kill you, Bill. Exactly. You were like Zoe. You, Bell, exactly. Who this was game that Kill him Bill. and his brother made up. Then like we're nice enough to let their friends start playing. I throw nice in somebody enough. who's who's in the movie. In the movie, like just people in movies, and you got to connect them. I was like, all right, I can connect them with Kill Bill. I'm sure there was somebody else in Kill Bill that would have done the, the same thing as Zoe Bell did. Yeah, if I, you're, that's if who you're I just thought connecting of. Death proof to Kill Bill. Yada yada yada. The game was taken so seriously. A term picked up a bowl of potpourri on the table and whipped well, it at my forehead that's a that's a jump there's there's bickering in between there yeah exactly i was defending my ability to use a stunt person who's in the credits but it gets of to the a film. point where it's like you can't triple stamp a double stamp yeah. you can't triple stamp a double stamp <laughs> la 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 yeah it was <laughs> so, so where my reaction in that hey you're the one who resorted to physical violence realm not me. Of it was, hey sticks and stones and potpourri may break my bones but that was my alternative to physical violence was my mom you threw a thing a that was physical violence potpourri but yeah, but I could have hit you, and I was like, I'm not going to. You threw over a physical a game, thing at me. So I'll just throw the potpourri dish. Not yeah. even the dish. I just emptied the dish at you. I don't even you. know if that's true. I think you threw the dish no. at me. You threw the dish. No, I just did like a throwing water in someone's face, but with potpourri. Yeah, yeah. you've thrown a, a plate at me. And Accident. The, the, the classic, It was. A, I thought it was a Frisbee excuse. <laughs> He's <laughs> always the one who ups it to violent levels. I'm never going to <laughs> deny that I thought it was a Frisbee. No, yeah, the porcelain plate, plastic fun Frisbee. It was plastic. <laughs> it was a plastic plate. It was not, dude. If that was porcelain. It was hard plastic. It would have cut your fucking head open. It did. Worse, I started bleeding instantly. It nicked your forehead. It didn't nick my forehead. One second passed and I felt the heat. If it was like porcelain. Wet fucking liquid falling on my face. We would have to take you to the hospital. Yeah, it was thin porcelain, dude. Thin plastic. It was either hard, <laughs> thick plastic, or thin porcelain. <laughs> Look, we'll get this argument to the point where I got to throw something. So anyways, um, I guess I uh, ripped your bracelet off, and you restrained yourself, because I don't remember being... I was throwing too actual fraught with emotion that I, I couldn't even <laughs> throw anything. I don't remember being hit and pelted with anything for the bracelet. Uh, I had to run away before you guys saw the tears. Anyways, so yeah, that was uh, the highlights. The highlights of my week. I'm bracelet Well... I'm down to one. Bracelet-less. I'm half bracelet-less now. Well, highlight last week after the show, we went and saw Elemental, mm-hmm. per my request. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, this was a term idea. I thought you were going to hit, I'm gay. You can do that, too. I'm gay! <laughs> Tempt me. I don't know. Berta and I had this idea that... You said last week, on, like, this is, uh, first of all... We're going to eat mushrooms. Okay, I, uh, let me, let go me do see a, a Pixar movie. A couple of first of alls. First of all, 
I had no problem with the with the night. It was a fun double date night. It wasn't just me and you going to see a movie. Neither if we, if me and you just chose Elemental, that would have been super gay. We would have been in the blackness two minutes later. Uh, I mean, I don't even know if I'm, I care to see. What is that? It's the only other thing we we looked at Unlike all the show times. I'm fine with not going to the movies the if there's nothing I want to see. <laughs> five minutes of Elemental was me and Berta looking at our phones to see what else is about to start in the in this theater. I got to be honest, you really didn't even give it a fair chance. And the only palatable thing would have been the blackness, which looks like it sucks. Yeah. Just based on who the director, I don't even remember the shitty things it said he directed, but it's just a, a the, these rare occasions. You've got your girl in town, so it's like we're setting up the double dates. And you said last week, and I've always known this. Uh, you know, you're like I'm a sucker for a Pixar movie. I know you Love and her it. have a history I'm of a sucker for boobies uh, of of microdosing or taking shrooms and going to see Pixar movies and being like, whoa. So I was like, let's do that. This is a term thing. I want to do his thing, and we'll go right. double date. You go ahead. But in the first <laughs> minute of the movie. I'm just overrun with, and I'm so high. We've been over this a million times too. How I don't see a movie in the theaters without the first ten minutes of it being like mad weed anxiety going on in my mind. Yeah. So the first the movie starts, and immediately I'm like, oh shit! Did I just convince my friends to spend money to go see a movie that's for five year olds? Well, yeah. Like not even you know like Monsters Inc. Even or. Look, Coco. They're, look, they're they all, have adult elements that are enjoyable they're, they're for They're all rated PG. They, they, as far as the this, ratings this concerned. This felt like it was rated G. I looked it up because it did. I, <laughs> I was like, what was Soul and Coco? Because I loved those movies. And, you know, Elemental wasn't bad. But, yeah, it was definitely more for just the kids. It felt pretty kitty right off the bat. But here's I'm the like, thing. Shit. I, didn't, I knew I was going to see a you kid's movie. You guys want to see The Blackness? I knew I was going to eat mushrooms a little the bit. Blackness. And, and see a kid's movie. Melina loves Disney Pixar. So I was like, she's got no problem. So we move over to you. First of all, immediately Berta moves. She's sitting next to Melina. Yeah. And then she moves over. And I'm like... I hope that's not, again, so high, just assuming everything I do is misunderstood. Melina took it personal. The kid behind her was kicking the seat. I'm just kidding. (laughs) She didn't. I I figured as much. There was a kid right behind her. But so Berta jumps back and whispers to Melina, like, are you guys liking this? Do you want to go see it? And Melina's, I watched you guys look over and you're like, yeah. So now we're like, okay, I guess it's good. We'll stay. you, you, that comment came at it had to have been three or less minutes into the movie yeah you were like you want to go see something else and we were like i didn't even give it a fair shot i don't know if i'm it's telling you yet. the first two lines of dialogue i was like fuck we fucked up <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why we did this hey i gotta tell you i knew i was going out for double date night it was fine kids disney movie that's what we planned to do and then we planned to go out and get drunk and have pizzas and whatnot after i was i was i knew what i was getting myself into i was fine with it i wasn't put off at the beginning i was like wait a minute it's a pixar movie it's for kids it wasn't what i expected it to be (laughs) and that was also a little bit of a letdown i i thought it was gonna be because it's called elemental pixar everyone talks about how like that's all pixar does is they take aspects of life that are inanimate and they bring them to life they did toys emotions and now elements so i'm i'm thinking it'll be like a a gang of four elements and they have to like go on this uh ragtag adventure together with their differences (laughs) yeah it's pretty much just fire and water and they're you know coming over all it is is a love story resistances by nature to work relations it's it's like a fucking it's a societal statement about the fire people or the oppressed people who no one else likes them because they're they ruin stuff for the water people and the earth people here's here's a good uh here here's term in a nutshell uh, afterwards, his first comment was, 
For a movie called Elemental, I think Earth and Wind got the shaft. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Terms just didn't want. It was my next comment. Earth and Wind <laughs> he needed got all the, the shaft. Elements. They're not even part of the movie. <laughs> so, you know, that, that kind of let me down. It was still a fun night. I didn't think it was going to be some hokey love story between a fire girl and a water guy. Right, you're, think, you're overthinking it, dude. It's all right. Just let your masculine guard down for once. Maybe you don't have to be shadow boxing in the Pixar movie. Just enjoy that you're watching a, a, a G-rated mm. movie for kids, and you're the one who picked it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I made this bed. I still had a fun night. I don't care. Time to sleep. I don't care. It. I'm not gay. I thought no, it was, was fun. fun. It's it was a good fun. movie. It's it my fun. favorite movie. It was all right. It was fine. It was it was top good. five. It was all right. It was okay. Anyway. It was really um, <laughs> Waste of money. I can't believe I did that. Uh, what Gayest else? Thing ever. Should we do obits, or should we talk about um, Cardi B and that that weirdo kid uh, whose dad died yeah, in the like submarine. A lot of things happened this past week. That one really I came and went. Notes. That was a big one, but it was like... What do we got? It happened all since last episode. was like, follow the Titanic sub-Ocean Gate thing, and right. then, well, they're obviously dead. We're moving on. The now. president's son took a plea deal to avoid charges for tax evasion and the possession of an illegal firearm. Five people died while exploring the Titanic wreckage in a multi-million dollar makeshift submersible that was steered by a video game controller. Uh, in the news this week. The Wagner mercenary group attempted an overthrow of the Russian government, which was halted thanks to the diplomatic efforts made by the president of Belarus. You're reading a little fast for me. Elon Musk, most importantly, booked never mind all this bullshit. to fight with the Zuck? Elon Musk <laughs> and the Zuck, uh, two of the world's wealthiest men and owners of iconic tech companies, have agreed to a televised MMA cage match. To the death, I hope. That would be really... That would sell tickets. That fuck would sell the sub. Fuck Russia. Yeah. Fuck Hunter Biden. No holds barred match to the death. Yeah, dude. Are we there, seriously... There can only be one. <laughs> now, I know Mark Zuckerberg has been like training MMA, and Elon Musk looks like... He's got a chin. <laughs> he's got a box head. He's got a box everything. Remember that picture last year of his, box. of his torso when he was on a yacht? He's got oh, yeah. like a giant, he looks like there's a miniature man inside of his torso, like, steering him. <laughs> Does he not? He's, uh, he's got an odd build. Um, his nipple is like four feet away from his back. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he's like awesome 3000. He's, he's shaped so I weird. I am Elon Musk. So I, I just can't imagine him having like any athletic capability. Um, Doesn't he have like a fucked up neck too? Hasn't he had like spinal fusion surgeries? Dude, and I gotta be honest too. I saw the video. It's so stupid. I hate Zuckerberg. I think he's a puss. I hated. He's the, gonna destroy the, you. The on video Musk. of Dana White just showing his T-shirt. Did you see that? No. It's like a four. But I do like know Dana chick. White has been like. He's like a chick. Yeah, bubbling over this whole because they're they're offering to do it through his thing and he knows that this could be the, make him the most money that anything has ever made him in his life yeah for sure i mean i'm sure he's very excited he's a giddy little boy about it so much so that he has his After, zuckerberg like, versus musk shirt on and then uh, he takes like a little no. smirking like a tiktok girl like hmm, look at my outfit hmm. like that was his like so gay it's official ew anyways after like uh, shitting on francis and ganu who wanted to have a fight with tyson fury saying we don't do gimmick fights and now all he's can can talk about is elon musk versus mark zuckerberg yeah that's kind of sad i don't know at least it distracts him from the fucking power slap stuff yeah whatever that's Spe fine speaking of kind of sad um term and i talked off mic last week about how like one of the billionaire's sons or stepson or something the guy who was right. dying at the in the titanic sub back to this submersible uh his his stepson went to a blink 182 show and was like flirting with with tinder 
swipes or something. Only fans, is that how? Is not that Tinder how? swipes. <laughs> I sound like a fifty-nine-year-old yeah, guy. He like was flirting with Tinder swipes. Diane Feinstein <laughs> making legislation. Does that sound cool? Does that sound phones. like? A, is that hip? Uh, now, so this is before they were like uh, announced dead. Right. I guess they still haven't found them. Well, they've announced that the fucking. I think. I think they're dead. I think they announced they're dead. The only they publicly announced that there is no oxygen. The only possibility is the that depth the, would squash their the ship. submersible has imploded. Stop saying people stop like saying submersible. submersible. I hate no. it. Submarine is for children. Your glasses and submersible. I can't stand right now. These are cool glasses. They're not cool glasses. Given to, to me by a fan in Texas. Yeah, they're shaped like Elon Musk's torso. Oh, these were uh, Austin from Boston. Yeah, I know. Give and me these. they stink. Sorry, Austin from Boston. These glasses. They're ridiculous. They're like everything, every pair of Dolce & Gabbana shades girls wear. you make fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, before it was like announced that the search is off because these people are definitely dead, one of their children attended, was it like a festival? I don't know. Or just a Blink-182. saw 182. a Blink-182. A Blink-182 concerto. Yeah, and I was reading... Of all people to criticize this. I only read... I, I was reading the comments, and I guess like I was reading how Cardi B was criticizing this guy, like, "Yo, your right. your, your parents or whatever, your stepdad's like at the height of this national story, and his his life is in danger, and you're like out at a concert, like." And then the kid, I was reading, he was like, well, "What am I supposed to do? Just stay home, like, That's hilarious, and worry?" Though. And she's like, "Yes, if you were my kid, to, on a global stage, have your morals called out by professional uh, yeah, booty clapper <laughs> Cardi B, WAP performer Cardi B." Um, so like. But still, I was, and I was saying, like, I just agree with her, though. It's, I, I don't care. Like, yeah, you're supposed to be waiting by the phone. You're supposed to be trying to figure out how you can help or if there's any updates. You should be. You should be worrying. And I was trying to think of, like, if I had a kid and I were in that sub, no matter how much money I had, where it's like, I don't know. And then you're, he's like, well, my parents know that music helps my anxiety and they would have wanted me to be at the Blink Show. And I was like, this is gay. Like, this whole beef between this kid. Anyways, I, I saw the video. I saw a video of him speaking now. He said that it's a coping mechanism. Oh, what a dork, dude. <laughs> such a fucking Well, here's dork. Cardi B saying something or other. Hold on. Okay, so one of the billionaires that's missing billionaires? Under, on the water. One of the billionaires on the water? One of I the can't hear her She's talk. ripping Rosie Perez off. Why does she a have tea? a fucking muscular skeletal man Elon, filter Elon behind muscular. her? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, why not? Why do you got to make fun. a statement like this to the public with, like, fucking fake butterfly glasses and fake freckles? Are you talking and, about yourself now? And dog ears. Like, turn the filter off. Dude, just it's talk. A, it's a vibe. It's Just chill. talk to the public. No, but this is why, like, nothing is, is sacred concert, anymore right? and nothing at all, ever, ever again <laughs> can ever be taken seriously. You don't like this filter? No, it just bothers Muscle me. Muscle man giving her a hug from behind. You don't like that? I don't, and it's not like... Uh, to the listener, it's not like Mr. Olympia Muscle Man. It's like a guy with his skin torn off. He's just muscles. A Blink-182 concert. And people is like, a Blink um, well, what is he supposed to do? Be sad at the house? What is he supposed is he to supposed do? supposed to go look for himself? Yes. You're supposed to be at the house sad. You're supposed to be crying for me. You're supposed to be right next to the phone waiting to hear any updates about me. You're supposed to be... Uh, Great up, though. I it's feel so like, distracting, yeah. the muscle man. <laughs> no, yeah. That's how I feel about it, though, too. I was like, dude, don't. what are you doing? Like, yeah, getting caught up in OnlyFans thirst traps and going to a Blink-182 show where it's I like, mean, hey, maybe go see... You're a billionaire's you son. You're a billionaire's son. Why don't you go after... The funeral, or once they're found alive, then go fly to wherever Blink is that night. You know, it just seemed, you know, to me, 
Like, she had a point. Counseling your mom and shit. Like, isn't it sad that you a whole fucking billionaire and nobody gives a fuck about you? Like, you, like you missing. And motherfuckers is ready to shake dicks at concert. Shake that's dicks? That's crazy. I'd rather be broke. I speak I, Cardi. I, I mean, she's just, you know, that's dancing. Right. Right. You shake your dick. <laughs> well, when I, sh- I dance, I shake my pussy. <laughs> so when you dance, you must be shaking your dick. Just wavy curtain flap shake. All right. She makes sense. Um, so then I, yeah, so I read it first and then when I listened to it, I, I don't ca- think I changed sides. Remember like, uh, who was it? Kennedy. What was the debate? Reagan and Kennedy or, uh, um, Nixon, Nixon I'm sorry, Nixon and Kennedy where it was like the people on the radio thought Nixon, Nixon won, won. And then the people that watched it thought Kennedy, thought won, Kennedy won because Kennedy was more handsome, he was more composed. He was sweating less, whatever. Nixon was really sweaty and gross. So I, I was reading this and I was like, you know what? I'm with Cardi B on this one. This guy should be waiting. And then, yeah, and then I play the videos and it's like, <laughs> so that's like the billionaire. It's a whole ass billionaire shaking dicks on the water. And I'll be like, all right, maybe I was wrong about this. And then the guy sounds like this. So you take a complete bitch like Cardi B has no idea what's going on. Her career is so in such turmoil. She needs clout off other people's suffering. And she's like, eh, he won't go help. Blah, blah, blah. He goes for a rock bra, bra, concert, bra. this and that. He's actually retarded. He I'm said, like, I'm sorry. He said, bra, bra, bra. She said, bra, bra, bra. Tries to use the situation to exploit. Like, they're not, like, are they both feeling sorry that are retards. It's crazy. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> even when I started it's having crazy. an opinion about it, I was like, what is going on in the world? You want to talk about nothing sacred. Uh so yeah, and he's also speaking, and then I started like generalizing, I'm like, oh yeah, they're billionaires. I'm sure they're Trumpers because this kid, in his retarded brain, he does sound he like speaks like he yeah. learned how to speak to a camera failing, by watching Hannity. I was gonna say you just got the Trumpisms where he's just like failing Cardi B ratings in the in the shitter right. for clout. Someone I've learned from Fox News that someone would only criticize me if their career was in turmoil and they needed clout. Right. I did a 180. I was like, you know what? I didn't even do a 180. I was like. <laughs> I was wrong. I'm not gonna. <laughs> this guy's too retarded for me to actually talk shit on. And uh, I guess so is Cardi B. So I'm, I'm back to not caring. Be on the undercard for Musk versus Zuckerberg, please. Here are two kids. Retard not fights. Not really giving a fuck that my stepdad's probably 99% chance he's dead. That doesn't matter. It doesn't care how that doesn't bother. bother. Just trying to like fucking make Is there an invisible hand plugging this guy's like, nose? Uh, what happened? Trolling, getting hate mail, all these things. And it's just. Fucked so, up and have Cardi B behind it. Cardi B, like, Cardi B fucking it. grow up, get some class. Like, oh. you're tasteless. You're tasteless. Cardi B, blah, blah, blah. Go grow up and get some class. Sorry, I take back everything I said. Yeah. This guy's fine. Uh, here's another video from him. It, it makes it funnier, though, now to see that, first of all, so the thirst trap thing, that's the only understandable. Oh, did show you, me. Did you see what he was responding to? First, no, show me this. To lady. respond to it is goofy, right? I mean, it takes balls to respond. It's just some OnlyFans chick who's like, "Can I sit on you?" And he's like, "Yes, please." Hey, she's not my type, but you know, he's this guy. Now, I, what I criticize is is even if your parents aren't dying, responding to that tweet with a "Yes, please" and the grabby hands. Right. What are you gonna get out of that? What reward are you getting for making that faggoty fucking tweet? <laughs> what I what I would not criticize is. If he like whacked off, you know, knowing that his parents are missing, you know, that's understandable. You still got to whack off. So I guess he deleted his Twitter account. The, it, the beef was too heated. He had to delete his account. He's also only saying that his stepdad is missing. So his it was, mom and it, dad it was, are yeah, fine. Yeah, he was the stepson. That's correct. It's just his rich stepdad. You know what? And then furthering. Go to the show. Yeah, you know what? 
This guy, you're not. I don't blind. know the relationship he's got with his billionaire stepdad. I bet it's, it's financial. Not good. No, I bet he's getting uh, all that money that just went in the fucking in the depths of the ocean. Maybe I bet that trickles down to him for sure. Thanks for the love and the support. Here are the facts. Hey, he's okay? got my glasses on. <laughs> Believe it or not, <laughs> I have about a hundred dollars to my name. I can't go out to the ocean. I have a legal situation keeping me here as well. It's not the hundred dollars to his flight. name. I don't have a passport. I was sitting here. Nobody's expecting this guy to get on a boat and go dive into the ocean <laughs> looking for his stepdad. I legally, I legally can't get behind the wheel of a motorized vehicle. It just, it's a question. I don't read good. It's a question of your reaction to the tragedy if it's not to like, you know, so he just said his mom isn't in the, sub, in the yeah. submersible. So why not, why not be with it's your mom enough. and have your arm around her and comfort her that her husband is going to die at the bottom of the ocean I just, instead of go to a Blink-182 show? I cringe when people start like throwing the whole fucking like, laundry list of cop-outs and excuses for anything, especially somebody who's like basically related to a billionaire, you know? And now they're like, I only have a hundred... Even before this video, when he was like, music helps my anxiety if my parents knew I was feeling anxious or my stepdad knew... You know, he would want me to be there because music has always touched my soul. He says, "It's like, ew, dude, shut up!" And I was like, "I don't have a passport. <laughs> I can't. Go, I can't swim. I've only got a hundred bucks." It's like, ew, dude, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I have legal issues that are pending, so I can't leave the uh, state. Tell me your life story. I tried to drive while being retarded. You're not allowed shut to do that. This fucking guy has every excuse His loaded first up. Statement said, uh, "I went to a Blink 182 concert for coping." Rather coping. than sitting at home, He's grinding on the half pipe. I will not now <laughs> carry me home. No, 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 no. It's Cardi B. Yesterday, watching the news for two days straight, I go to a Blink 182 show because they have a ticket. It wasn't like, like I was having super fun. It wasn't like I was celebrating, having a great time. I was kind of just listening to some of my all-time favorite songs, kind of like nodding my head. All right. Another point, thing is this guy's older than me. He looks like he's 43. And case. Yeah. He's retarded. I fell in love with a girl at the rock show. She was like, can I sit on you? And I was like, yes, please. What's my name again? This is one of my all-time favorite songs. <laughs> What's my name again? It's something I have to ask myself every day. They did the song where they do like cocksucker motherfucker tits. And I'm like. It's like pure, unadulterated vulgarity. And I just like say cock motherfucker tits, bitch, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> What's some other Blink songs? I don't remember. She left me roses by the stairs. Surprises lets me know she cares. Cardi B's got no class like crap. Dude, dude ranch. <laughs> Did you hear? He fucked her. A daylight, a buck short, a writing, the report, losing and flailing. It's actually my favorite Blink song personally is damn it. So me and him got that in common. Trying to get off the phone for like maybe like two hours or so and come right back into the drama. The submarine is stuck at the damn Titanic. There's nothing. Nabbit, the submarine, the submersible got stuck 20,000 leagues under the sea. You notice he said submarine? Because he's got the mind of a child. Right. Grown-ups say submersible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with this guy. Yeah, apparently it had like a, a it had a video game controller. Yeah. As a as a even the billionaires steering are wheel? Corner cutters, you know? It's like a thirty dollar yeah, game controller is what this whole operation Why? hinges on. I don't know, but doesn't What were the like, other options? 
this isn't a thing that's done. Like James Cameron has done this. He's gone to the Titanic and he came back up. He didn't lose con- connection. He only made the movie, according to him, as an excuse to go down and see the wreckage. I bet he went back after just for Avatar, yeah, just been, for like been there water like, research. He's been there like forty times. James Cameron's out there in the waters. Um, so yeah, anyways. But James Cameron's like a professional. I don't think he went alone. I think he went with other professionals. It wasn't like. But either way, a bunch of rich guys who were like, "We could figure this out on our own." Fair enough. But like, if if your controller loses contact with the submersible, does does it really matter if you're on the ship or you're back on ground level? Like, if I don't know, what can you do from fifteen thousand feet into the ocean? I don't know. I don't know anything about better than you could do on the on the ground. I didn't know how to pronounce it. I didn't know that you can like choose your controller the way you can like a video game console. I thought it just had a steering wheel in it, like your car. No, everything to the motherfucker. Dude, airplanes have steering wheels, but it's all digital. You know what I'm saying? Can I drive an airplane with an Xbox controller? Probably, yeah. It's like I I think honestly, the pilot only lands and takes off. Like they're needed. Everything else is done by the guy in the tower. I just watched Look Who's Talking and John Travolta lets Kirstie Alley steer the plane at one point. Hold my stick. That's all it is. You just hold the stick. And now you're flying. Yeah, exactly. So um, that, that could be a like a joystick. Well, on an Xbox controller. Speaking of dead billionaires, let's just let's just move along into the obituary. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Somebody died. Now we're pouring one up in their memory. Let's get retarded in here. Marched up bad behind this week, and Cardi B has no clash. And the bass keeps running, running, and running. running Ew, this cover running, sucks. Running, they don't have the original on here. Sad, dude. Where have we come as a society? Honestly, you can only play Get It Started in Ha on Spotify. It was almost impossible to find that source video of the retarded guy talking about his stepdad in the submarine. Yeah. Every other one you would find is like either some dummy on YouTube commenting on it, or they would all bleep out the word bitch. It's on the internet. I'm on the internet. Honestly, I think there's some sort of like unspoken silencing of the retards that we should be addressing. You can't say it in a song on Spotify. If you are one and your stepdad, you can't say bitch on YouTube. You you can't. You can't even speak. (laughs) Silencing retards. I won't have it. Cardi's bra, 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 bra. Uh, Well, last week we kind of forgot one, and I figured it was like relatable to the the guy we just watched, (laughs) Donald Triplett. The first man diagnosed with autism. I can't get over this cover, dude. Listen to this broke ass will I am. What also is questionable about this cover is look at the album it's on. Merry Christmas, everyone, Christmas party. This is a Christmas rendition. Classic Christmas songs and chart hits. What is Christmas about this rendition of Let's Get Retarded? I don't know, believing in Jesus. I'll count it. Donald Triplett, born in 1933, as part of a landmark study, and the first man diagnosed with autism. This guy invented autism. So he was uh, he was genius. Right. Like the Albert Einstein of autism. You got any more on this fella? Moron. <laughs> this fella's a moron? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Just mean. Uh, the site that I... I uh, use, you know, I've told you that they use like notable quotes for people who have passed. Yeah. A notable quote from uh, this. Bra, 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 bra. You read my mind. 
Yeah, they don't have one. So we'll <laughs> he's never right said along. anything of note. No. Uh, also, last week we missed. Oh no. From my 600-pound life, we said goodbye to Larry, Mr. Buttermilk Biscuits Myers Jr. <laughs> I gotta get a picture of this guy. Yeah, you gotta see. I gotta get Larry a look at these warlocks. Buttermilk Biscuits Jr. Of course, not to be confused with his father. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't think it should count in these like celebrity obit things when somebody from my 600-pound life dies. Well, they're on TV. That counts as celebrity. Very loose. Yeah. I mean, his skin. They're also only on TV for being a freak who's going to die because of how fat they are. Yeah. These are only... I'm only looking at profile shots. I can't see the full belly. But um, he's enormous. How did he die? (laughs) I think by being 600 pounds. I think that was the cause of death. Being fat as hell. Yeah, when your um when your nickname is Buttermilk Biscuit, Larry Myers Jr., my 600-pound life star, also known as Mr. Buttermilk Biscuits, dies at 48. He really put the butt in buttermilk, you know. I don't know. I think it's the vax. Check it out. He's got my glasses on. I guess they're pretty trendy. <laughs> I mean, everybody looks ridiculous, yeah. but. You're not the only one. Turns out you're the loser. He weighed 940 pounds. Whoa, what was all this 600-pound life talk? Yeah, why do they do that? Why do they just... Holy shit, I, I didn't know that was possible. How A much? lot of them are not 600 pounds. It's just the name of the show. Yeah, it's like... 940. On average. That's the that's the ideal weight loss goal is 600 pounds. All right, so we're pulling up. I think this might have been the guy... Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was commenting on how, you know, uh, the whale, the Brendan Fraser movie, has been like, uh, people were complaining that it's like fat phobic and uh, it's an offensive portrayal of obesity and whatnot. And then I was saying, like, I saw a 600 pound life with this fat black dude who every morning buys like $30 worth of stuff from the ice cream man. The ice cream man comes by at 10 a.m. No. Just for this guy. No. He was supposed to pinch my leg if he was running short of air. Um, you know, I was and I was saying like this proves that it's not an offensive portrayal. Like these are real people. This is how some people actually live. Yeah, I think this was the guy. All right. Anyway, we're gonna do a shot of buttermilk in his honor. He's dead. Yeah, so uh, I picked up some special. I opened one of them and tasted it. You can give me that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> you couldn't wait again, could you? Well, Berta wanted it, so I let her just like touch it to her tongue. What were we like, talking about? Your girlfriend uh, wanted it. I was like, you just let the her tip. touch it. Just yeah. the tip. <laughs> no, I got these uh, Jameson Orange Shooters. And In honor of something. Uh, Buttermilk biscuits would never eat an orange. <laughs> We're doing fruit flavored Jameson. Uh, Larry, we hardly knew ye. Larry. All right, cheers. Are we chugging this whole thing or are we going to split it? I mean, it's one shot, isn't it? It's, this is tall. It's, a sh- it's an airplane shooter. No, no, I can pour it in the glass and we can find out right now. We can find out. Watch it fuck around. Find out. Look at this. Look at it's this. one of those goofy science experiments where. Yo, it's brimmed. Yeah. It's a double shot. So. It's the same. 
amount but in a different looking container no but i never pour our shots to the brim of these All right, well so. welcome we're to the new hard. world we're going hard i can smell the orangey goodness from it's here. not goodness i'll tell you that much it smells like syrup larry's corpse that is Ooh. Ah. it's not terrible i mean <laughs> taking the whole shot is better than the little sip sip taste i took yeah, yesterday yeah. goes down schmoove that was fine. That was fine. I'll never buy it again in my life. I don't ever want to taste it again, but that was fine. Is that it for this week? Just our... <laughs> no, that's not All right. it. All right. All right. Of course, in the time you got the submersible, folks. Born, right. They died. Had to play the submarine song. All right, so they're dead. <laughs> and then to tie in with this guy being topical, talking about seeing Fallen Down... He didn't even know that Frederick Forrest, good for stomping quiz. That guy? Chef from Apocalypse Now. Wow. Bit the dust just yesterday. As you were watching Falling Down, he was falling down dead. God, there's been weird stuff for weeks now. Isn't we're it? like, also, right? this, this isn't involving an obituary, but last week we were talking about Killer Mike's album on the Patreon half. Somebody killed Mike? I was just saying how. Um, we were talking about Andre 3000, and I was like, he, we were debating if he has a solo project. Right. Because he does Speaker Box and The Love Below. And I'm like, he doesn't have a solo project, but it's you he's still like, one of the best rappers of all time. I was like, it does count, and he threw potpourri at me. That <laughs> that day, uh, a story broke about how Killer Mike says that Andre was showing him unreleased music from his upcoming album, which he backpedaled the next day. It's kind of like Andre 3000 called him like, yo, dude. I'm not you weren't supposed to announce exactly. that I have my first solo album ever. And then Killer Mike was like, oh, I was just stoned. I was playing with y'all. I was fooling y'all. <laughs> For real. He said, like, I was joking. Suds crawl down Andre 3000's ass. <laughs> it was so obviously not a <laughs> joke. But I keep, like, saying things yeah. into, into existence or, like, participating somehow within a day of, of the news by mentioning Andre having uh, never having a solo album. It came up that day. Watching Falling Down a day ago. Didn't help this guy. Treat Williams. Treat Williams. How it all started. I'm just going to keep my fucking mouth shut. Yeah, why don't you shut up? Uh, shut, tell him to shut up. He is the best part of falling down. I don't know. Michael Douglas is pretty great. I mean, Michael Douglas aside. Yeah. I like when he's having his Coca-Cola on the uh, on the rock with the graffiti all over it. Yeah. And then the gang members come. Yeah. They're just like, you see that? You Can you read that? And it's just like a... a a sign A squiggle He's like You know what that says No it's like, it's, that's, That means you can't sit here That's loyalty It means respect And he's like Says all that huh Maybe if you wrote it In fucking English <laughs> could understand it like, <laughs> This is a racist guy <laughs> um, Yeah they don't make them Like they used to You know who made that movie Um, I have known At I'm one point say, I did know I'm gonna say Not who I expected Tony Scott a one Joel Schumacher. Jolie Shoes. Is that the guy who made the fly? Uh, I know no, he made the Batman, Batman with forever. the nipples. Yeah. Nipple Batman guy. Like, I don't know, not a great Batman. I've always associated him with a shitty Marvel movie. He's a not like uh I don't know. It was like uh I didn't expect him to be the guy who whose name came up as uh, you know, a film by. No, he's a fruity guy. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, I don't care. But you wouldn't expect a fruity guy to have directed Falling Down because mm-hmm. it's such a badass movie. You're the one wearing fucking peach tie-dye in those glasses drinking orange JMO shots. Wearing what? Cake. Wearing what? <laughs> Boots that are good for stomping. Stomping quiz! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right, Poe up for Freddy. 
All right, now we're doing more. Oh, Jesus. One more. Okay. I haven't, right. I haven't taken a shot to Frederick Taylor. Frederick Taylor. Frederick Forrest. Frederick Douglass. Who is Frederick Taylor? Why do I say that? Let me Google it. Frederick Winslow Taylor was an American mechanical engineer. Ah, of course. Turning the air on. Dude. I always confuse those here. guys. What else was Chef in? He was in The Rose with Bette Midler, Lonesome Dove, Falling Down, One from the Heart. <laughs> Oscar nominated. For what? Oscar nominated for The Rose with Bette Midler. All right. Haven't seen it. Frederick Forrest. Uh. We hardly knew ye. Anybody else this week? Um, not really. I had a... Uh, last week we forgot Teresa Taylor, the drummer of the Butthole Surfers, who was also in uh, one of the scenes of the movie Slacker. The Madonna pap smear scene. Slacker. Isn't that Jim Jarmusch? Isn't that like his first movie? I'm having a hard time recalling this film or if I've seen it. Isn't Slacker, Slacker the Jim Jarmusch so one where like every scene is, that the one is Jason connected? Biggs? No. That's Loser. That? Loser. Classic. Right. And I'm Devon Sawa is Slackers, the sequel. Right. I like the sequel I don't more. know if I've seen Slacker. Love if I have, Slackers. it's been 20 years. Man, Slackers. That's another one, like Dodgeball. I know if I turned it on now, I would just like be shaking my head at how stupid it is and how much I liked it when I was 12. Yeah, that's the thing about being 12, you know. You get to like dumb shit. My favorite movie when I was 12 was The Pest with John Leguizamo. <laughs> Holds up. Doesn't. Throw that on right now and tell me you're not going <laughs> to cringe at how dumb of a movie that is. Um, I like to party, and party with my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... The intro shower song is actually pretty. That holds up. It's hilarious. <clears throat> Anyways, who else? Is that it? Uh, Sorry to breeze through here, but... Uh, no, that's it. Let's put a pin in it. That's it. Those people are all dead. R.I.P. Oh. Oh. Hurry up. There was a rapper who also died named Glizzy, so let's just take this shot to his music and not say anything about him. Fair enough. R.I.P. Glizzy, uh, chef from Apocalypse Now. Hardly knew you. Chick from Slackers. Donna Pinciotti. I ain't got shit to be faking by. Money the bitch I've been dating now. I never been fond of the cake and ride. Hardly knew ye. Moving along. It's time for Fake Questions. Swiggy diggy diggy doogoo doogoo dow. Hell yeah. Hey, so uh, since Obits is uh, it's been like a running thing for the show, uh, my question is, um, since you guys do, like uh, a lot of people that most of the time you guys don't even really know or like really niche people, who are some people who have died um you know, musically or even, you know, actors or whatever who have actually, like, you felt like a, like a sense of remorse Joey when you found out about their passing. You know, I, I would say, like, you know, Bald my eyes you guys out. express, 
MF Doom was one of those people, obviously. But um, yeah, didn't, didn't buy it. So, yeah, that's my question. <laughs> Hello, Term, Term still thinks Doom's alive. <laughs> He's going to drop an album, I'm telling you. Owen Hart. Owen Hart. Could be the first one. I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> Not even kidding. I threw up. You're such a fucking emotional little dweeb. I, I was you, calling you him. You cry a, when your bracelet comes off. You I was, throw up when Owen Hart does. Almost cried. <laughs> <laughs> I was chanting, nugget, nugget. Because that's what people used to call Owen Hart. Like a shit nugget. Yeah, I, that was um, like his uh, derogatory nickname. We've told the story before, but we all went to school like fourth grade. I think I was in like fourth grade, so you were even younger. And we, uh, me and you and a, a number of our friends, we replicated because I think some of the wrestlers after Owen Hart died wore like a black band, oh my God. like a, a wrestling uh, a sweatband. Remind me of this that said, you know, so Owen or R.I.P. or something. And we made our own with like whiteout and like we made our own ripped. Sli- like a, a a sleeve off of a shirt and and wrote R.I.P. Owen on it and we wore it to elementary school the next day in solidarity. Yeah, so, uh, that's so funny that I've, my I've, brother got all about that one. Convinced me that I killed him by bad mouthing him. That's right. Yeah, I was the nugget young. chant. We were watching. This has been live. happening forever from Treat Williams and to we were watching Hart. it live on TV. Wow. And uh, I was so overwrought with guilt that I puked, and my mom had to like. Like fucking talk me down, but like it's not your fault, idiot. <laughs> Stop puking. I have to keep cleaning up vomit. <laughs> I did ball my eyes out when Joey Ramone died. How old were you when that happened? Fifth grade. Okay, so probably not. It was only a few years apart. Because I was so into like punk music and the Misfits and the Ramones, and this was like, yeah, you'll never get to see the Ramones now. Um, but that later that year. I went and saw the Misfits at the House of Blues in Chicago, and I painted my face like Michael Graves used to paint his face, like the Crimson Ghost. And Jerry only pulled me on stage during Dig Up Her Bones, and I sang into the mic with Jerry, the chorus to Dig Up Her Bones. And then he let me like hang out on the side of the stage. Because for those who don't know, Jerry only and me were like this when I was a kid. Show me on the doll where he touched <laughs> I'm doing the finger <laughs> in the whole thing. We were like this. Um, but no, I met him like every time I would see the Misfits, I would meet Jerry and he got to know me and he knew of the effigies, my dad's band and Des Kadena from Black Flag was the guitar player at that Easily time. Easily the coolest thing about you when we were kids, yeah. like when I was in fifth or sixth grade the only and I, cool and thing I knew about that you and your brothers hung out with Jerry only. I'm like, we and were it was all Misfits fanatics. Mainly thanks to Des because he knew my dad because Black Flag and the effigies used to play a lot. Yeah. So, um... Jerry brought me on stage, and then that tour, Marky Ramone was drumming, and that was the year Joey died, so they closed the show with Blitzkrieg Bop. Hey, ho, let's go. And I, when they started it, I just like impulsively ran out, back out to Jerry, to his mic stand, and he let me like sing, hey, ho, let's go, like into his mic with him. That's what I'm he like, said to oh. you as he was leaving the stage. <laughs> All right, come on, time for your <laughs> pounding. Get in the van. <laughs> I got Jared meeting us at the hotel. <laughs> um, no, that was a, that's a fond memory that made up for the, you know, the sadness of the passing of Joey Ramone. I know both of us, uh, I mean, I guess I'll speak for myself, but uh, when Patrice O'Neill died, comedian, he's like, I've always called him my Heavy. second favorite of all time because not, not, a, not a slight at him, but Carlin. Not him. No, it was a heavy passing. <laughs> Carlin was always like who I declared like my all-time favorite comic, but for a long time, which Patrice was like my favorite comic, and because who was still living. Carlin lived his life 
and was 71. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which still in some circles you can consider kind of young. Um, and and uh, Patrice was wasn't, 41. It wasn't as emotionally impactful or devastating right, it felt when like Carlin an old died. man dying in their 70s. We, You and I had both already gotten to see him live once. So yeah. bucket list. That's another thing. Check. Ne- we never got to see Patrice. And, I, and the year before he died, he performed at the Vic in Chicago, and I didn't go. And I remember... Like vocally being like, I'll get him. I'll go next time he's in town. I didn't have the money. I was in college. It was probably like thirty five dollars, which was too much for me. Like I said, didn't have the money. (laughs) Man, that sucks. Him and Greg Giraldo, like within the last year of their life, they both played the Vic, and both of them, I consciously was like, no, I'll get him next time they come around, and there never was a next time. Yeah. Geraldo um, in hindsight for sure anytime I see anything like he has a there's a I don't know if it's his documentary or if there's like a series about um, you know documentary dead for Geraldo it, it, I, like I said I don't think it's the Greg Geraldo documentary but I have seen it was like an episode of uh, a limited series where each one covered like a comic in their right. life or whatever so I, I've watched like some and that like in retrospect it, like I think that really fucking sucks it's always it's always comedians He's or musicians possibly one of the funniest stand-ups ever it's in dude watching old Geraldo stuff ever yeah, when I was when he Brilliant was at the height writer. of his living uh, comedian career, I wasn't a, a big fan. I would only see him on those Comedy Central roasts. And really, then when all I, would I was watch, a fan of right was him on roasts. When you see material in hindsight, yeah, it's clear that he was. Oh, his um, album, uh, "Great Day to Cross a River." Dude, dude, I'll run that. Dude. Fucking funny. Guy. I have been, I, like every time we bring something up on the podcast lately, I like I'll add it to my mental list of something kind of like the Tim Burton movies. I uh, I downloaded Big Fish too, by the way, mm-hmm. the sequel, the second one. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, I've just been meaning to watch it when it comes up. Like I haven't seen that in a while. I, I should watch that again. Um, I wouldn't mind listening to uh, some that Geraldo album. He has two, I think, and they're both fucking gold. Anyways, um, and this isn't the same, I guess, as far as like nationwide or worldwide celebrity but when eom died uh that like he you know celebrity to us and in our like youtube hip-hop underground hip-hop world very he was always kind of like that i'm I'm using the word celebrity loosely but he was just fucking so dope so dope and again so young and when he died i did i cried I saw the news break. I saw Wax share a post that yeah. EOM had died. And I felt that way when I saw somebody, it might have been Opie and Anthony or Jim Norton or somebody shared when Patrice died. I, like, I couldn't believe it because of the age. Yeah. You know? I'm just like, no. Like, no, no, there no, was, no, no. They were both about, both those guys, something that they had in common, I would say. I feel like they were both on this like teeter-totter point in their careers that could have gone could have gone big successful at any moment any year right one just any day now both of those guys were about if to get you were picked up a fan of theirs it's hard to believe that um big things weren't on the horizon for them exactly if they hadn't you know yeah, yeah. made it um so both of those patrice also i felt like there seemed um, part of it when, when he passed for me was a sense of like, I took him for granted. Right. I remember that being like a part of the, why it was like so sad to me. I, I remembered him listening live to him on ONA uh, at times and being like, well, just tell him to shut up or right. whatever. Like, uh, he won't just let someone so talk. Over. Yeah. Um, and now we do a show where all we do is stomp on the guest. <laughs> we learn from the best. <laughs> Uh, yeah, those two come to mind. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Like it, The Doom one, to me, wasn't as emotional as it probably should have been, strictly because I, when it happened, I didn't believe it. 
it was when it also happened i thought because of who doom is there's some sort of work i know we've explained it before i was you we were both at the show you got kicked out before it happened yeah but we were both at the chicago the infamous chicago doom imposter show where a fake doom came out and he was booed off stage so just my familiarity it's, it's like with a, like a boy who cried wolf scenario where for you is. you were like no 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 he doesn't do his like and it wasn't even like a fuck him I'm not gonna be sad it was like a you were skeptical I'm so skeptical because of the mysterious nature of who he is yeah I feel like this is setting up an album drop in a few months or one month they're gonna be like gotcha new album or something and gotcha, then bitch. with time it was like oh, fuck I guess he's dead he's dead. No, That's I'm super to sad. It's uh, I can't think of anybody like in like a like a a list actor that has done that for me. But it's always um, no. comedy and music for the most part because there's just a separation. Even though I respect a good actor, Philip I certainly Hoffman. do. I mean, that's I didn't sad, cry. but exactly, yeah. It was it's just wow, wow. He was an addict, and I didn't know it was that serious. My ex and I, um, at the time, we went and saw his last movie. Which was like a, I can't remember the name of it. He played a German spy. It was a really like slow downer of a movie where at the end like the nothing good happens. It was just a real a real bummer. Yeah. Um, that was almost sadder than hearing that he died. Going to see that movie, knowing this is the last Philip Seymour Hoffman movie I'll ever get to see. New one. You just reminded me that I also watched. And it was a movie. such a downer. Walking out was just like fuck. That's it. This past week, I watched Red Dragon, which is in the Hannibal Lecter. I like series. Red Dragon. I'd never seen it before. It's a good fucking movie, and uh, it's I, kind of a remake of Manhunter. Okay, sort of, isn't it? I don't know. I wouldn't be able to speak to that. You know, Manhunter. No, Manhunter is the prequel. Uh, it was made in the eighties. Brian Cox from uh, Logan Roy Secession plays yeah. Hannibal Lecter, and William. Hung. Oh, what's that guy? <laughs> the living Levita she, she bangs guy, guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. is the main character. <laughs> William Peterson, um, who I like. William Peterson. He's like a low key, like cool dude from the eighties. He's still around. He does like CSI type of shit. Uh, uh, Manhunter was tight. Was tight. It was tight. It was tight. I was gonna say dope, and then I switched it to tight. <laughs> Philip, I do this once a week. Philip Seymour Hoffman was in Red Dragon, and that was the thing I didn't know about. Yeah, he's the on. reporter. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Tattler. That was there, and and it was like based at the Red Chicago. Dragon was tight. It was, it was a good cool. movie. It was tight. Ed, Ed Norton is, <laughs> is tight in it. <laughs> I liked Red Dragon. All right. Um. Fuck it. Let's just uh, do some plugs and switch to the Patreon. You know. I had. Uh, I saw that mm-hmm. our pal Gosh has called in for the first time in many months, and I was gonna play that because we played her song last week. It was called. Uh, what? <laughs> what was that fucking dumbass song we played that had like 80 rappers on it that all stunk? That was last week? Wasn't it? Queef Jerky? Queef Jerky. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I saw Two Trains and, and Gosh have called in, so we'll uh, we'll do this on the Patreon. Anywho, uh, you guys, I have a new song, Legends, and it's out right now on Patreon, and it's going to be out everywhere this Friday, so please uh, check that out. Sign up for the Patreon. It's a great way to support both Term and myself. And you get to hear my new song early, a couple days. Um, but yeah, when that comes out, I'd appreciate it if you could check it out. Follow me on Spotify and uh, maybe share it with a friend and all of that jazz. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the Junkyard Samurai album that comes out in a couple weeks, July 14th, uh, Junkyard 2 with Prob Cause and yours truly's. 
the pre-save is still in the uh, in the description for that. So make sure you do that. Right around the corner. I just read uh, Complex's top 30 albums of 2023 so far. I think think Junkyard Samurai 2 has potential to make it on the list by the end of the year. (laughs) (laughs) You know what number two is? Ice Spice. Yuck. I'm sick of Ice Spice, dude. Like enough already. And the, She's and not the, that good. The write up was all about like her lyricism and Ooh. like she a hamu. She a hamu. She get money too. She a hamu. Shut said, up. If I can quote the review Who on Complex, cares? I want to say that it said with with enough quotables to last two summers. It's not long enough. <laughs> you need Paul McCartney quotables that last a fucking lifetime. Generations quotables. 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 What? Ice Spice quotable. So here's the thing, too, is like, it's like, well, her music's not that good, but boy, is she hot. She looks weird. Is she? Look at this alien creature. I'm sick of her, dude. So we didn't go over it, um, and we should have. Enough, dude. And by the way, she's the only feature I've heard because Drake just announced a new album, and it's like, Ice Spice is on the new Drake album, (gasps) and and she's direct support for Doja Cat's next world tour. (gasps) It's like without being <laughs> without being Doja Cat and Drake, it doesn't get bigger than that. And I'm like, what the fuck did she really do to earn that besides shake her know. ass and make Instagram <coughs> captions into choruses for rap songs? I don't know. I'm Obviously, I'm like never going to... I'm not going to be your biggest fan. I even said last week, I was like, Doja Cat, when she was spitting on her new song, Attention, I was like, it sounded like just fresh compared to like the Cardi and the Megans and the fucking thought rap. Whatever that category is. The Doja Cat song that she just yeah. released. Yeah. It reminds me. Remember, like, uh, maybe it's just her fucking uh, bald, blonde hair. But remember Eve? Right. Like, Eve was a dope rapper. I remember Eve. I don't know any of the music. Uh, Let me blow your mind. Remember that one with Gwen Stefani? She blew it's a my good song. nose and then I blew your mind. <laughs> Anyways. It's a sick line. I just, it, it was like a fresh, like, real, real verse spit. Not just, like, l- like shaking. I guess Doja Cat shakes her ass, too. But that's all I fucking see out of Ice Spice is, like, look at her ass and shake. More importantly. Look at her men in black fucking face and hair. All I see is, like, no, like, if you see a video of her performing, dead. The entire no audience. No one gives a shit. She's got no longevity. Rigor mortis. And then she'll, she'll, like. Bend over and touch the floor and start wiggling her butt, and then everyone goes. When she wild. first popped, too, I guess you know what? Maybe it's a thing I like. I like the short curly fro a little more than this long straightened wig. Hundred percent. But still, she looks like an extraterrestrial. I love. She looks the, like she's not Annie from Locks. this world in a bad way. Yeah. So uh, we it's didn't like War of the Worlds, like the things that start attacking you and you're hiding in the basement with Tom Cruise from. Like, yeah, it's that type of scary face. We didn't go over, um, and we really should have. We got a whole nother show to do. Lil Uzi Vert's girlfriend threw a phone at him during the BET Awards. It was because he was talking to Ice Spice. He wasn't just, oh, dude, we should talk about that. And Ice Spice took, like, a selfie with Lil Uzi. He wasn't just talking about her. He performed live at the BET Awards and did a line about how he, I believe he said, what was it? He said, I got a nice wife. Her wig came off twice. Now she looked like Ice Spice. He said that. Terrible line, by the way. Bad rhymes, bad references. It just stinks all around. I don't even get it. Um, but his wife, I guess, or his whatever, was there, and that's what it's why she threw wife. the phone. But yeah, um, but it was, and it was like it was all because of jealousy over Ice Spice. Ice Spice with nice wife, and I, and him and Ice Spice took a picture oh. together. Oh. And if you look at it, yeah, she looks, 
She looks dead. She looks like Dave Chappelle when he played the news reporter. <laughs> she looks like Eddie Murphy. You look like you just walked up from Ground Zero. <laughs> the Eddie Murphy uh, buying newspapers on SNL. <laughs> she looks like she's in whiteface is what we're saying. She looks like Bill Murray and Ed Wood. That little Uzi story, though, is so <laughs> hilarious. I was trying to like look into it to have something to say, which I don't because I don't relate to this aspect of culture. Yeah. Black culture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to rap, but I just... <laughs> But, uh, you know, I'm watching and it's like they patched it up, Lil Uzi and his girlfriend, and they left together. And I'm looking at like pictures of them leaving together. He's dressed like Marilyn Manson. I'm looking at some of the posts I'm looking at that explain the whole thing where it's like this video of them arguing during people's performances. They were like half hour of the award show. They're just arguing in their front row seats while the whole thing is going on. Yeah. But But he's wearing like... Like knee high Marilyn Manson platform boots and like a leather trench coat. And I'm just thinking about like when you have a fight with your girlfriend and you have to go home with that, we just had a fight energy. You gotta go home in your hot topic. You have to go home and like unlace your fucking 80 laces. Hot hot topic boots. It's all the same now. I don't know. We've, We've talked about this recently. It reminds me of like the hot girl on Halloween who's crying like in her costume. Oh. It's just like uh, you went through all this energy and time to get ready, and you're in this stupid, elaborate costume, and now you're just like emotional and it's crying. It's like that Mitch Hedberg joke about getting into an argument while you're camping. It's like, you can't slam the flap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, what happened to the BET Awards? You just look like an idiot when you're arguing with your girlfriend wearing platform boots. It went from, like, death row records and, like, you know, now it's like, yeah, why do you got to dress Straight up like Marilyn Manson at the BET Awards to fit in? What the hell's going on anymore? I don't get it. What the hell? What happened to wearing like a pair of pants, uh, some slacks, <laughs> Do and some sneakers? Do kids these days even know what a pair of pants <laughs> is? Slacks and some sneakers. <laughs> Go home. You kick off the sneakers. I think what I'm trying to say here is tpsreportspodcast at gmail.com, 708-797-3079. Give us a call. Send us an email. We're going to play guys, uh, call a us. few more email on the Patreon us. for sure. And speaking of the Patreon, there's over 20 hours of exclusive podcast there from this year. Wow. And the first 10 minutes, I think I made it 12 last week. Uh, <laughs> it's just to finish the bit about Jared. Right. Um, but the first chunk of every podcast, even for non-members, is, chunk is free to Jared. listen to. I get it. Um, so go to patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. I'm and so stupid. Go to palmersquares.com slash shop and get some merch. Totally yes. meant to mention how an elemental. So we went and saw elemental. Last week after the show, on which I described my meltdown that I had earlier that day. Yeah, the post office and uh, something else. Just just fighting with my girlfriend. I was in a bad no, state. there was something else that happened. What I was, was speeding thing? on my speeding way. Speeding ticket, that's so it. So I got a ticket. Elemental is about a fire girl who's in love with a water guy, but the fire girl has trouble controlling her temper. And her temper, when she gets really mad, she blows up and fire shoots out of her and it lights everything in the room on fire. And as a result of one of her temper tantrums, she bursts a pipe in her father's store and then the water guy comes through and he gives her a ticket. Right, you're fire girl. I had a temper tantrum. You're fire girl. And it and it got me a ticket. You're fire girl. And then we went and saw a movie about a girl <laughs> who has a temper tantrum and it gets her a ticket. I was like, what do you know? God, the world isn't, we should, it doesn't matter. 
We yeah. should jump off a building and just see what happens. Because, like, you know, I feel like it's not even real anymore, dude. I can do anything. Treat Williams <laughs> and uh, the Stomping Queers guy. They'll just be, like, have one of those firefighter, like, trampolines to catch us. Right. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Um, get a Planet that of the Shapes. rapper from last week who died. Get a Planet of the Shapes vinyl at bishoprecords.com. What are we even talking about? And uh, send us something in the P.O. Box so Term doesn't have a meltdown. The Palmer Squares P.O. Box 47772, Chicago, Illinois, 60647. And we have some upcoming shows. Nothing uh, immediately, but at the end of August, we're going to be in Sandusky, Ohio on August 24th. And then the Baltimore show with Wax and Jarve and the Grilled Lincolns on August 25th. Still trying to book some more stuff after that. Um, getting us to Halloween, uh, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, with Tropidelic and Sun Dried Vibes. Then November 1st, Jacksonville, Florida. November 2nd, Deland, Florida. November 3rd, Stewart, Florida. November 10th, Atlanta, Georgia. And November 11th, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Murfreesboro. Murph. I think we're going to hear you say Murph every week between now and the end. I'm going to say it on stage the whole show. I guess that's it. I swear to God, dude, the Ice Spice. Uh, Dave Chappelle whiteface comparison for real is spot on. Yeah, definitely the Chappelle Just newscaster staring in her face this whole time you've been talking. We, we, me, and you talked off mic recently, and you were like, "Oh, she's so hot," and I was like, "I agree, she's hot." I, I like I've her. I've lost all of that with the orange Annie fro when she first came out with the booty popping and the orange fro and the pale like albino looking features. It's just, it's a nice combination of like, ooh, you're, of you're like weird. I'm being a hipster. Hot. It's like, but now she's too big. She's on no. Drake's album. And I'm like, nah. And now, she, now she's like indulging in this, like, I am a global phenomenon and everyone thinks I'm hot. So I'm going to try different looks. No, 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 no. Yeah. We liked you with the fat ass and the orange fro. That's it. It's all you're good for. <laughs> Shut up and be Annie. <laughs> We're done with you. <laughs> Shut up and be Annie. Um, You guys. Uh, let's get out of here with something. Let's get out of here. Ha! By our pal. Let's get out of here with something. Uh, I don't even know what you're trying to do there. <laughs> let's get retarded. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Ideal. Uh, we're on his album. We've played that like a month or two ago. Uh, we have a song called Peering What You Say. The pyramid is clear me. The fear is going to rise another tear until it's tyranny. You can hear he almost flooded. He's like, it's fear in me. The tear is going <laughs> um, But yeah, his whole album is out. It's called Scatterbrain. Check it out. The Palmer Squares are now one degree of separation away from Benny the Butcher, who's also on Ideal's album. We're homies. Big jealous. We're like uh, quasi-Griselda League. The Butcher come, dude. And uh, <laughs> this is one of my favorite songs off the project. It's called Loyal to the Soil by Ideal and Rick Jilla. Um, find it in the Smoochie Gang playlist on Spotify. And please... Join us on Patreon to not only hear this week's exclusive episode, but you can hear my new song, Legends, a little early. So, what the fuck already? Get over there. You know exclusive. All right, we'll see you in a second. Kill Whitey. Kill Whitey!
and let the bass bump Step up, get your face lump Don't need to say much On my eighth touch, I ain't never gave up So I never gave a fuck what they say, but I just blaze up That's why these motherfuckers hate us Send us up, let the K-Bus Better raise up Too legit so they can't touch They just mad cause they ain't us Just blaze so up So fuck what they talking about I'm out here coughing up all the thoughts I jotted down on my walkabout Took in a common route, dominoes falling down Like alcoholics and I'm about to call them out Fuck it, I let them in, give them that medicine Have them feeling better than they ever been Level-headed veteran, yes it is Cut from the cloth like a letterman Trying to get the cake like Edelman Mad Midwest, what I represent Ever since flow is benevolent Big footprints like an elephant Little figures up, all it's ever been Stupid, dumb, drip, but intelligent Mad Midwest, what we represent Mad Midwest, what we represent To the school we Come from Kings and Royalty Ain't nothing I wouldn't do for mine If you're from the 219 You know what a rep Darkest day, I'm still shining, son Yeah, I party some, kinda started young The art I make might lead to martyrdom Cross over the heart away like Iverson Rhyme iron, long alive as one Survive the lions, did no lion tongue I'm still riding with my guys And I'm from 219 I've been reminding you that we Yeah.